0: Hello and welcome to Tracks. I'm Tim And I'm Harry And we are not 19 forever, but for this week <laughs> only, we are It is episode 19 Yeah So yeah, we're closing in on the big 20 mm. But as we come to the end of this decade podcast Yeah Something that means blocks of 10, yeah. hey anyway <laughs> um, We've got a lovely one for you Yet again, we're into the short intros So let's get straight into it Yeah you on there? Oh, flip! I <laughs> oh, flip! I oh, flip! I've fallen! I oh, flip! take. you absolute flipper, Harry! Shall we begin? So, in the words of our dear friend Hannah, Timoth. Yeah, it's a weird one, that, isn't what? it? What? I've had many a nickname, <laughs> and uh, lengthenings and shortenings of my name, but Timoth is a new one. <laughs> Timoth! I hear it a lot. Yeah. Timoth! Yeah. Um, so, Timoth. Uh, I hate saying it. Tim. <laughs> Do you have a highlight for us this week? If I may, No. I'm going to have two Get out. Is that allowed? Am I breaking the rules too much? By well, I'm sticking thin? with one still. So yeah. you can have you two, and I'm going to raise you. But I'm not. I'm gonna, that doesn't make gonna, any gonna sense. Go down. You don't know how to play. I'll poker. go down. You one. No. <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> I know it's good that I've got two, but I mean, I'm not sure I deserve <laughs> that. I'm sticking with one. Is all I meant. Good. Carry on. <laughs> Oh, I feel a bit flustered now. <laughs> and uncomfortable, incredibly uncomfortable. but um, just want to say, it is the main reason for that is that it's really high in England at the moment. You say really hot. It's hotter than it's been all year. Yeah. And that is enough to startle anyone. Yeah. It, it, I mean, it's too hot for us. Okay. That's all we can say, but I think anyone else. I'm fairly sure yesterday it didn't reach 30 in Brighton. So you know, for most of the years. rest of the world it's not even that. We hot. had we have we had an Itali- Italian student, um, shout out Fiorella. Uh she said that when she goes home it's going to be thirty eight degrees or thirty six. And I was like, Oh, we just had our like hottest day and it's twenty nine degrees yeah. so I think I would die if it was thirty eight degrees here though. Really? I was you've been on holiday before? Yeah, but I mean when you're like at home doing stuff, that's the thing. When you're on holiday. Sleeping you're just... last night was difficult. Yeah. I've moved house and I'm in a new room which has got quite uh, low ceilings and it's bloody hot. Is it and a greenhouse? I live in a greenhouse now, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for I am a tomato plant. Amongst the tomatoes. <laughs> but yeah, it was really hot in there and sticky. Mm. Unpleasant. Unpleasant. I didn't even have the covers. No? Oh, no way. No covers for me. No, I'm, I'm well on top of the covers. Yeah. Thrashing around. <laughs> but it's another story for another time anyway yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Timoth move on with your highlights so you know sometimes you're kind of in a great moment and like the perfect song plays for that moment and you just kind of think wow like, this couldn't be any better right now it just feels so fitting and it's like god I'm really going to remember this because the soundtrack to A Great Moment is just lovely. Yeah. I had two of those within 24 hours this weekend. So I want to, I want to play both of them, if that is okay with you. Yes. You have my blessing. Thank you, Father. <laughs> <laughs> so on Friday night, I had a big night out. A lot of fun. And I woke up on Saturday morning quite hungover. Yeah. Um, I was at my granddad's where we, which we talked about last week. Mm-hmm. So I went into the front room looked out at the sea and thought I'm going to go to the beach. It looks amazing. Via the shop when I got myself a little Fanta to save my life as as is what I do when I'm hungover. Fanta. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I went down there the sun was shining it was beautiful the Sea was out, the tide was out, and I lay there on the pebbles and was just like scrolling through my phone. And I saw that uh, one of my favourites, Kanye West, had tweeted a song saying that it was his favourite song of the year. A song I didn't know, a song by an artist I didn't know. But when when Ye says, Here's my favourite song you think it's yeah, gonna, be, gonna be great. It's gonna no, be or at least least it's lit. gonna be a song. It's definitely going to be a song. The it <laughs> not being a song at that stage is slim. He's copied the wrong link. I don't know if it is that slim. It's He's like, a weird person. It's just like a lawnmower on him, isn't it? <laughs> it's not <like>, ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, let out and you never get a chance to get it. So, as I lay there, I put on this song in my headphones. And it's by an artist called Francis and the Lights. And it features Kanye. It also features Bon Iver, Bon Iver, as you would like to pronounce it, as as it's meant to be pronounced. I, I only know this guy because of uh, he was on the Chance, the new Chance record, Francis. Yeah, that is. Yeah, I didn't know him at all, and I have listened to that Chance record, but I just obviously haven't paid attention just to thought the it featuring. Was bon Iver didn't you? Yeah, probably. <laughs> I, I probably did. Um, but as I lay there on this Saturday morning, listening to this, I just thought, oh my god. This is perfect. I fell in love with the song immediately. It's really chilled. It you know, it does sound like a Bon Iver song. The the there's three vocalists and it's quite difficult to pick out who's who. Mm. But um it's just got like a really <coughs> amazing vibe to it. It reminds me quite a lot of um that Mr Hudson album Straight No Chaser, which didn't it was again Kanye produced and didn't do as well as I thought it should have. I really loved that album. Yeah. But um it's got a lot Of similarities to that kind of thing, and yeah, it's just really, really cool. And every time I've listened to it subsequently, I've been taken back to that moment, just lying in the beautiful sun on Brighton Beach, thinking about what a fun night. Carbonated drink. Yeah, and thinking about what a fun night I'd had. Yeah. Are you going to mention the? Yeah, we yeah (laughs) we should mention that because (laughs) Because not only showed me this as I came in and we sat down and you. You put it on and you said so. Yeah, watch this. You'll like it. Yeah. So yeah, not only do I have this lovely memory of attached to the song, the video for it is brilliant. So it opens up. It's all just like in a big white sort of studio thing. Yeah. It opens up like on soundstage. Kanye. Uh, and he's just sort of stood there looking moody like he always is. And then it kind of eventually pans around to Francis. Yeah. And he kind of does a weird walk. And then he walks like into a black bit of the studio and does like a weird dance in front of a light. And then he comes back into the white side. And then what happens, Harry? He stands on a little stage. He is joined by the one and only Justin Vernon. Yep. And I was it comes in, you see his arm and it slowly reveals him and it's like, Oh Yeah. What's gonna happen here? My first thought was it's gonna be him francis and kanye and they're going to do a little dance kanye doesn't come in no kanye's too cool he just stands Um, in the corner kanye (laughs) he just stands in the background later on yeah but um they do a little bit of a choreographed dance the best thing is it's it's well choreographed but it's it's so obvious that they're just not dancers (laughs) and they put in just the right amount of effort don't they because they they are kind of trying you can tell they've
1: they've they've spent quite a long time learning a long
0: time yeah because it's all one shot, this yeah, whole thing. Yeah, but they're also still a bit like they don't really want to be doing it. it's yeah. it's a bit like an awkward like PA uh, performance at school. Yeah, that's like exactly they, what it yeah. is. But it's Ties so good. Their heads. <laughs> yeah, but it's so good, and they pull it off. They do, and it's and an, it's one on little on, like blah blah blah. blah. <laughs> it's honestly one of the best things I've seen yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah. you said so it as soon as so it good. finished. You are like, "That was the best thing I've seen." Yeah. <laughs> I was so happy with it. And you yeah. said to me, do you think he said no first? <laughs> yeah. So I'm going to put that up to the listeners. Do you think Justin Vernon loved that he did that or wanted to do it straight away? <laughs> I think he took some convincing. Yeah. That is my guess. And I think Kanye could not be convinced. I think he was also asked to join in. Yeah. But just, no. So, no. Nope. No, man. i want to stay over here in the in the light oh. yeah and put my arm in the air exactly but it's really cool and yeah I think it's a great track and if you haven't listened to Francis in and the Lights I've uh, since hearing this track gone and listened to a load of older stuff they've done a few like uh, movie movie soundtracks and like a couple of EPs a couple of albums some really cool stuff in there well worth checking out if you're like I say into kind of Mr. Hudson Bon Ivor you know that kind of Stuff. It's good. Lovely javels Lovely javels Just give it a whirl, eh? Yeah. A whirl, eh? A whirl, eh? Could be looking at you from a freeway
1: trailer if you'd handle what I'm taken Separate loads, separate calls. No fine line, don't have to be a dead rat. Uh,
0: So on to my second highlight of the week Bumper edition this time So my second was Far less serene But I would say Even more amazing really so as we said last week on the episode the kind of whole episode was about it we had Bolney fest this weekend oh did we which is your brother's big party in the woods outside brighton
1: yeah
0: and it was pretty amazing right it was better than i expected it was everything i wanted it to be and more yeah it was a dream it was a living walking talking dream i think it was a god dream we were on an ultralight beam I cannot believe we didn't listen to that song well, that night we I just realised there was a bit when I took over the like at the very end yeah. I took over the and rings. I played a bit of James Blake and Ben said no turn it off yeah. turn it off I hate James Blake <laughs> what a thing to choose at that time though no one was doing anything everyone had stopped everyone was sitting down in the in the field next door yeah, so I, I thought suppose. this is my choice to put a fucking song that I want on yeah because there'd I'd been nothing else night. you wanted. Absolutely loved it. There'd been nothing else you wanted all night. No, I hate it. Lies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, we uh, we partied long into the night, didn't we? Yeah, until and, the sun came up. And I think I think I literally had the time of my life. It might, that might have actually been the time of my life. <laughs> it might just be downhill hey, from here. This time here, yeah, time of my life. But there is one moment that particularly stands out to me. I don't, I don't know what you're gonna say, do I no, I mean, you'll know you'll remember it, but it was kind of basically there we are, it's completely dark, we're under like a canopy of trees, which is where the dance that was say, yeah. so there's like um lights shining up onto the underside of the leaves. from what I can remember, it was like red, green, and blue, yeah and sort of sparkly lights, which you dots could just see like yeah, in the it's trees. like a sky of it. Uh, like all it's over it's like the a top. blanket isn't it it's just every, everywhere yeah. it's just covered and like it was it. just amazing it was so atmospheric and so just so cool and it was like it felt like a scene from a movie like yeah. it was kind of so like I wanted somebody there filming it yeah exactly and like we were, we were there all night and there were so many amazing songs and we sung and we danced and yeah it because of how amazing it was, it does feel like there shouldn't be a standout thing, but there was. In that, there was one particular moment where I kind of looked around and it was while Fool's Gold was playing. Yeah. And I looked around and I thought, all of my favourite people are here. I love this song. I'm in the best place I could possibly be in. And I kind of looked up at the trees and I just kind of stood there and thought, I will literally... Never forget this. Like I will be like an old grey man, remembering this pie. Yeah, it was that good. Like I say, it was. I don't. I don't think I've ever had a better night. No. And, I. I want to. In that particular that... moment, I soaked up, especially because I. I sort of stopped and I thought, God, don't forget this. No, really, don't forget this because it. I think it might have been that moment as well, or at least a very similar moment where you kind of take a step back and look beyond yeah and I just thought well done Jack yeah firstly thank you for putting it on secondly well yeah. done Jack for kind of doing such a for somebody to just put on this thing on a night yeah that just to collect people together to just have a nice time yeah there's like we didn't pay for it all like, obviously Jack put a bit of he put effort into making it and stuff and he obviously spent some money on things and whatever. But to give every, everybody the opportunity to have an experience like that, like yeah. it, it doesn't... yeah, It's exactly. something that we all need. I think yeah. it's good to get away and just have those experiences. And yeah. I was just quite proud because... Oh. We're all <laughs> well, it's, it's, I, I can't really say it in any other words. It's just um, he was able to... On the night, I was coming up with some great things. I mean, my <laughs> mind was free. I, I had, I, I think I'd written half a book on the night about how good it was. Yeah. And um, oh. it is hard to put into words, isn't it? Like it was just magic. Like everyone out there thinks it's the, the best seems night. It like a festival, but yeah. it was on such a small. Like imagine how people feel about yeah. the guy who puts on Grastonbury. You know, yeah. you put on this massive thing for us all to just go and enjoy, yeah. it, and it's great. imagine something that feels that great and euphoric and exciting, but. It's just the people field. around you are only the people you absolutely love yeah like that all my oldest friends were there and it's just like it was just it was just magic there is no other word for it mm. um and yeah i could have picked 50 songs that we listened to that night that were oh, amazing again, amazing Jack, moments the playlist I mean, I know you had a hand in it as well at certain points, and I made sure everyone knew when it was yeah. my bit. This bit is mine, and <laughs> I've absolutely killed it. <laughs> um, but it's one of them times where every time a song ends, yeah. if I were Jack, I would be so scared every time a song ends because I'd be like, "Oh God, no! What if this is a..." There bad were a one. couple of bits where I saw him uh, a bit worried how, when one came in, like yeah. particularly something that you predicted last week when Randy Newman came on. I saw a, a fear in Jack's face of how that was going to go down. Really? Because it was in a bit of a peak moment of the night as well. Yeah, all these people had run... I was with a bunch of people sitting down yeah. and I got that th- they are all going to leave so I got them over yeah. and we all danced a bit and there were quite a lot of people around that time and then yeah. he came on, didn't he? Yeah. And I thought it went down a Yeah, it did. Tree. It did. Yeah. Everyone sang along, everyone loved it and it made everyone laugh that it had come on but it there were... Unlike, say, something like Fool's Gold coming on, where you just know it's going to go down a storm, Yeah, I felt like there was a little moment where it's like, are people going to go with it or not? And they did, obviously. Luckily, everybody there grew up with Toy Story, yeah, exactly. And we talked about it last yeah. week, but it's a kind of a huge thing. You could have put on the Rugrats theme tune, yeah. just like I did a little bit bow, last bow, time, bow, 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 and everyone bow, bow. would have been like, well, hey! yeah. uh, Quite hard to dance to, though, but... <laughs> But yeah, that that there were yeah. many magical moments in yeah. that whole time. There were, it was brilliant, and like you say, the biggest of big, massive shout outs to not only Jack, but yep. to Will, to whose Will. place it is, and um, to everyone, to everyone who was there and made it what it was, and everyone who helped put it on, everyone, everyone who helped clear it up, yeah, just to everyone, just out everyone out who to everyone. was there. to Bolney Crew 2016, yeah. we love you. We hope you had as good a night as we did. This four started. In A Thing Called Love. Um, I believe that Fool's Gold was one of my selections for bar- the barbecue thing. And I yeah. think, like you said, it is it is a kind of song you want to hear as a collection, as a collective. Yeah. A song you want to dance around with people. Yeah. And I think that, that was a very good choice. Yes, yeah. I think. And a lot of... I think, I think, I think. A lot of the people there had been Sea Stone Roses at their recent gig as well. I I had... I, had not I reckon been. at least four or five separate conversations with people about how good the yeah, recent Star Roses tour was. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just kind of... It was bound to... The only thing I can say is fuck them for paying tea in the park and not anywhere else. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I did have a selection. But talking about Balney and stuff, there really was no highlight for me apart from Balney. And there was one moment... And again, you got a little glimpse of this last week, um, but it's related because it's 90s. Um, so a song came on and Will Orpen came up to me and said, the reason why I love this song is because they made no money from this. Yeah, I remember him saying that. Yeah. And I was like, oh, a nice little bit of story behind the song. Yeah. yeah I love it. <laughs> um, and the song was Bittersweet Symphony from The Verve. Yes. And there, we were all kind of dancing, and just like it does get sometimes when you go to parties, when with the people you love and that, you have a little huddle. Yeah. And because everyone we know was there, it was a huddle of just everyone left. Yeah. So we were in a circle, under the lights. The inner circle was in a circle. Yeah. If I if the audio is good, then I'll play the video- because I took a video of us all singing it. I oh, did you? Yeah. I and, I, and I shone it. I shun it, I pointed the camera up so it should be all the lights and things okay. um, so I'll put that video on Twitter as well Yeah. but I can guarantee you it won't be as good as yeah. uh, we remember it um, but it was one of the standout moments because there was at least 10 of us yeah, and the beginning of the video is us shouting at everyone to come join the, join well, the circle, just everyone. Alana, Hana Hana Alana, and it was, it's just that for like thirty <laughs> seconds, and then it's just all of us singing the song together. And it was one of these moments where you're just looking around at each other, yeah. and the song is loud and the lights are on, just like you've painted the picture earlier. It's just the same, but it was quite a collective moment. Yeah, everyone was there, literally arms around each other yeah and the song was playing and I really wish people listening to this not that anyone that we're the only people that have ever experienced something so cool but um, I want you to really picture yourselves just think of all the people that you love yeah and who you'd want at an experience like this yeah and do your own bony arm fest. In arm, do your own bony fest find somewhere yeah doesn't it only has to be a field I mean you know you're going to need more than just a phone going off in the corner but you you need some speakers yeah Um, find a nice field put some songs on in the car have a little dance I mean it would be lovely yeah but we'll play a little bit of um, The Verve and uh, we'll come back after that and move into the second half of the show yes we will but uh, yeah The Verve bittersweet symphony try not to cry Harry I will definitely try. And again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Balmy. You've been amazing. Until next the year. beautiful. 2017. Much as we wish it could last forever. Bolney yes. cannot. No. And as such we have to eventually stop talking about Bolney Fest on the podcast, and now is the time. So this week's episode comes out on the twenty sixth of July. And do you know what happened on the twenty sixth of July, Harry? Someone was born. Someone was just yeah. one. Just the one. Just the one person. Also, what happened in 1968, the Jackson 5 signed a one-year contract with Motown Records. They made history in 1970 as the first recording act to have their first four singles reach number one on the Billboard Hot 100, with the songs being, can you name them? Uh, ABC. ABC is one of them. I think you might get three out of four. Not with my brain. I <laughs> you can't think of one more of their songs now. <laughs> really? I'd have to have some help My brain's bad People know that I'll don't. hum a little bit
1: Okay <laughs> 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 Oh baby give me one more
0: yeah. I want you back Basically all their known songs Well two of them Yeah the other two The Love You Saved you know that? No Neither do I That was one of them And I'll be there Okay Yeah But that is the four They all went to number one but what did this get us thinking about, Harry? Because we're not just talking about the Jackson 5.
1: Mm. Michael
0: has had enough coverage on here, and frankly, Jermaine, Tito, whatever you other guys are called. I saw the meh. little Simon Amstel clip. I was watching some Simon Amstel the other day, and it was when he... <laughs> <laughs> he's basically ripping on Jermaine yeah. about his... Um, he had a wife who was... And he had children with his wife, who had also had children with his brother. Oh. And he's like, so, is that a bit awkward? <laughs> and then there's a bit, and he says, what about Michael? Has he ever done anything a bit weird? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously. Obviously, he hasn't. There's <laughs> no. nothing weird at all about that, man. <laughs> um, so, obviously, when you talked about the Jackson 5, we got mm. onto thinking. Siblings. Siblings. Sibling musicians, loads of them. A bloody load, too many. Yeah, I had to come up with we had to come up with three each. I had at least seven. Yeah, I had loads, and that was missing loads. Yeah, I've got a big old list over there. You've always with... got a list. I'm a list man's a bloody list, yes. Yeah, but yeah, I had to I had to narrow it down to just the three. It was hard actually, very hard. So yeah, it's great music by acts with siblings in them. It can be a duo. <laughs> Or a trio of pure siblings. Yeah. Or just some siblings. But siblings. Lovely. I think off the top of my head, every one of my choices is one hundred percent blood relatives. So they're they're not two members of a five piece. They're brothers and sisters or something? That's what I've got. Right. Not even deliberately. Okay, I haven't just, that. That just happens to be the case. Fair enough. So, who's your first? So, uh, my first is very much... Um, why am I saying very much? I don't know. I've been all thrown off. <laughs> <laughs> so, as you know, I like uh, a lot of kind of Motown-y kind of stuff, um, like 60s girl bands, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan. And my first choice is the Ronettes, which, uh, for anyone who doesn't know, is uh, a trio from New York, like I say, 60s, made up of Veronica Bennett. I never knew that Ronnie Spector's real name was not Ronnie Spector. She is called Veronica Bennett. What's that all about? Veronica, Ronnie, that makes sense. Yeah, but where's Spectre come from? You know, Veronica. <laughs> yeah. Um, but also, it's her older sister, Estelle Bennett, and their cousin. Estelle! Nedra Tally. Nedra tally Some funky names there, aren't they? Funky-aff. <laughs> um, but they're brilliant, and one of the reasons they've been very present in my mind recently is because, I don't know if any of you guys out there saw this, but... We've discussed The Enemy, Mm -hmm. new musical, Express, on this podcast before, and how they used to be cool, and they are no longer cool. Mm. And they put out a list of 500 best songs ever. Yeah. And the number of terrible, what I perceive as being terrible selections, or wrong selections, or silliness in that list, is just annoying. I was... Yeah, ugh but one of the good things they did well it was half good and then they ruined it they had the Ronettes in the top ten which I I could I can be happy with that I I love this act I could also be happy with that but they chose the wrong song right now are you going to play the wrong song or are you going to play what you think is the right song well my choice is what I think is their best song okay which is Baby I Love You
1: I love you too but (laughs) what's
0: the next song (laughs) It's Baby, I Love You. Don't say it again. <laughs> um, so, at number nine, I think it was, they chose the Ronettes, Be My Baby. Right. Which I know you know because when I mentioned it earlier, you I did a little it sing. For anyone who doesn't know, it sounds a little bit like this. I just I just think Baby I Love You is better. Okay. Although I'm looking on Spotify right now, and in terms of plays, Be My Baby has like twenty seven million more than my selection. I could've yeah, I could have guessed that. So maybe I'm wrong. Well, subjective, yeah. but please but also, but also democracy. Yeah. So. <laughs> Which is great at the moment. Yeah. Um so please show us so I'm going for "Baby I Love You." Okay. It's just a song I've loved forever. I think it's maybe this will bring change in the enemy's list. Yeah. This is this is the change I want to see.
1: Oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh.
0: heard the two yeah what are you picking well i am gonna go with and it depends if you call them enemy or what's your favorite after (laughs) monkey (laughs) side because or what's no gallagher said this week (laughs) seriously before i say which i i honestly think my personal favorite is enemy's choice really Yeah. Yeah. yeah as much as that pains me because i think they're a little bit shit at the moment What the other thing I wanted to say is that I'm fed up of seeing what their opinion of the best singles from Arty Monkeys are yeah. or the best album or the reason why today I heard the reason why was it the reason why AM is the best album in the last like decade or something I didn't actually read it I couldn't be bothered to give them my attention on that <laughs> Yeah. Um, as much as I love the album as well but I'm, yeah. I mean they, they're better than that man <laughs> like, I don't know why yeah they just constantly. Put, I don't know if I'm just they're seeing those. I know that they do other articles. If you actually look on the website, they're not. But better the ones than that they either. put on Facebook and that—it's all about other monkeys. It seriously is. Yeah. They're not it's better weird. they do not anymore. No. It's gone. And I've mentioned this on the podcast, hell. I think. But you know, this is a, a this is people. These are people I spent loads of money on and put them on my wall for bloody yeah. years. Idiots. I think at this stage we're starting beef. We're saying, yeah, you want be music. my baby is, although to be honest, for me a better song maybe not a better song I I can't say that yeah but it's the song that if I were to make a playlist and I had to choose one of their songs I'd choose that yeah I like I say I'm very clearly in the minority here but I just think I think Baby I Love You just has such a perfect blend of kind of everything I love about uh, everything I love about 60s girl groups and an innocence and a romance about it. And the... Whoa, oh, I ah, did like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That I bit that is one. just... And it comes in at a really unusual part of the chorus as well. Before they finished the last... Well, it was only until that point where I started to think, Oh, actually, this is... Yeah. You know, when there's something about a song that kind of does yeah. it for you. Yeah. That, that did it for me. Yeah. But either way... Give me more time with both songs. I may swing yeah. to your side. But... But either way whichever one's the better song it doesn't matter because the point is acts with siblings in my first golden choice is the runners because as is uh, exemplified by those two tracks they are brilliant absolutely
1: you're absolutely first choice.
0: done uh, my first choice and i'm I'm struggling to know if i've talked about this band before because I know in our very first episode uh, me and Tim videoed it and it was about two hours long <laughs> and I cut it down to like 40 minutes In so we got rid of quite a bit of stuff and I talked about the Maccabees and the Maccabees are my favourite band yep. ever uh, there's many reasons why I can't always really I say why I love them so much but so they have... Felix White, Hugo White, and Will White as well. And Jack Occasionally. White. And Jack White comes in every now and then. Yeah, He doesn't. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, Will White does a little bit every now and then. I think he's played live with them sometimes. And Ian White? No. <laughs> he's getting ridiculous now. Isn't there a snooker bag or something like that as well? <laughs> Jimmy White. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what about yeah. Ian White? <laughs> That's what I just said. <laughs> You've literally heard my joke of 30 seconds ago. Every you say mean is right? right? Yes. Oh, okay. That was the joke I made. Well, I thought I made it up in my head. <laughs> <laughs> just repeated you, sorry. <laughs> I can't wait for listeners to be like, he's just Richard Bright. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, okay. Uh, so, this is a band, and again, I don't know what I can say because I don't, can't remember if I've talked about this before. It was a long time ago, if not. It's the funny thing about... But, but I don't know between then and now if I've actually talked about the Maccabees since. Because this is a band that I shed tears for when i saw mcgastonbury two years ago or a year ago um a band that i've grown up with and this is making me think that we have talked about it I i don't know because i think there is a funny thing about doing this podcast in that um every week we're always trying to find kind of new interesting stuff to talk about that actually because your favorite bands ever uh feel like an obvious choice you never actually pick them and play them. Like I No. I'm not sure I've ever played the specials on this. In the first episode you did. But I we think might have also taken we, that out. We cut it out. It was because we had, we had we our favourite the And then we had our favourite ever act as the fifth choice. And we took it out. And we did, yeah, it didn't go in the cut. So I've never played the specials on here. Yeah. I think I've talked once about going to see them, saying they're the best act I ever saw live. But, yeah. What I will do... is the weird thing that you just don't... Even though I'm going to talk about the Maccabees now, I'll see if I can find the video of us talking about our favourite bands and we'll pop it up on YouTube, yeah. which we don't use very much, but www.youtube.com slash show. So go and have a look at that. I would like to if you just stopped at www.youtube.com. If you haven't heard of it, it's really good. <laughs> There's like videos and you can like listen to music on it. Yeah. Um, okay, so this band we both grew up with yeah. And they were my kind of first real love in indie music. I mean, when I was probably that in year nine, sorry. So I was, I don't know, about 15 or 16. It's the first time I was getting into stuff and Nazi monkeys were there as well. But the Maccabees held a special place for us because they were in Brighton at the time. They yeah. were kind of, they saw themselves as from Brighton. And we saw them at a lot of kind of small Yeah, places. went to see them in the lanes and... I don't know how I can explain it to people who don't haven't been there before, but it's a very cramped little place, it's like a tiny little courtyard with a fountain in the middle. Yeah, and I'm, we're talking a small. Imagine going to see your favorite band in like something smaller than a garden. Yeah, like a well, terrace. Yeah, it's way like. smaller than the footprint of your house. Yes, absolutely. way way smaller. Tiny. It's like your lounge. It's yeah. literally it. Maybe you might have a massive lounge. You rich <laughs> bastard. Um, but. So they hold a very special place in my heart. And when I saw them at Glastonbury last year, I think I've I've been a fan of theirs for about seven or eight years at that point. And I was just in floods of tears. I don't know if it was alcohol or anything else. But I was, since the very first chord struck to Jamie T coming on and helping out, um, I was absolutely in tears for the whole thing. And Um, there's a Maccabees lyric to sum it all up, isn't there? Yeah. Which is first love, last love it's only love it's only love they are your first love and that band will just always whoever your first love is they will just always have that place yeah and I would uh, I'd actually like to play a little bit of that because I had chosen a different song yeah but now I want to choose that but I also want the other one so a little bit of first love and this is literally the first album and I'm going to choose something from the last so this, you'll see, if you don't know them, how much they've grown. Some people won't like them, especially newer newer kind of stuff. But, here's a bit of first love.
1: First love.
0: obviously takes me back like 10 years now yeah Um and I absolutely love that song Um so like I say you know um Hugo which is uh, Hugo and Felix are both guitar players they've been in the band since the very beginning Uh Will has kind of gone along with them when their sound got a bit bigger and they kind of moved from just a five piece to like needing extra stuff that's when he kind of helped out I think he's got some side project stuff as well which I'll I'll uh, on twitter or something because i can't remember it right now you're gonna have to be really vigilant with your <laughs> twitter mentions this week because uh, you promised to put a lot up twitter is when still, I, when still I waiting edit. for your uh, pictures of the john lennon glasses yeah no oh crap i've got to find them that's why um i i, I would try my best um so yeah, they've obviously been in the band for a long time, yeah. and it's got to the point where I've seen them so many times, I'm pretty sure, and I've told you this and you don't believe me, but I'm pretty sure they recognise me. Because you're absolutely delusional, <laughs> that's why I don't believe you, because it's not true. The, every, if you've ever been they to see them... They play um, thousands of people every night, and you think... Yeah, because I've been like feet away from them. Yeah, th- so have many thousands of other yeah, people. Yeah, I know, but it's nice to think... How so. many gigs uh, have you been to, Maccabees gigs? Over like 15... And how many gigs do you think they've played? Over like 1,500. <laughs> probably even more than that. Yeah, it's been like five years, six years. 10 so you're years. Pro- you've probably been to like 0.5% of their gigs <laughs> at best. And you anyway, think they remember you. <laughs> anyway, my mate Felix, <laughs> um, I, I've often seen him staring at me or into the distance, who knows. Anyway, they're brothers. Yep. That's the reason why I chose this band. They mean a lot to me. I've cried over them. I've done all sorts over them. Oh don't (laughs) we don't wanna know. And the reason weird again. I'm choosing something like happiness for my pick today. thank you all for listening to my picks because um, I've just put, I've pushed two Maccabees songs on you all, but um, I hope you enjoyed them and they are brothers, so (laughs) Um, so yeah moving on to your second pick so my second pick is in some ways nowhere near as significant in my life as the Maccabees are in yours, you know the love isn't quite as pure but uh, certainly similar in that it's a band I grew up with, and who I love very much. Okay, and it's the Cribs. Oh yeah, a band that I I don't know like you, but I went off not because of it, really? reason, but. At what time? Um, I have a feeling they played at the Red the Reading that I went to. That was 2012. So yeah, they pretty regularly play at Reading. So yeah, that sounds about right. I remember seeing either a bit of them or I heard that they smashed some guitars and I was angry at them. They do smash guitars. Yeah, yeah. because I was just getting angry at that because cool. I'm just like I can't afford that. Yeah, but they're Please just so rock and roll. Don't. Um, but anyway, they are the Jarmans, as everyone knows. Uh, Reese and Jarvis. No. What am I thinking of? I've got no idea. I mean, you're a little bit close. (laughs) I just literally thought of somebody called Reese Jarvis that I knew from (laughs) school. Really? Yeah. Excellent. Reese and Jarvis Jarman. (laughs) The funny thing is, the the band consists of there's a pair of twins. Yeah. Which you're not a million miles off. Ryan and Gary. Okay. Reese and Jarvis. (laughs) (laughs) It's almost like you did know the names, you just got them wrong. Yeah. And then there's younger brother Ross. So they're all siblings. Um. I always find it funny that I didn't know that Ryan is like the most famous. Yeah. But he's like he's not the lead singer. He's not even the lead guitarist, but he's just so outspoken and so funny. Yeah. That he's, he's been on Nevermind the Basket, so Yeah. And he does weird things. Like I remember hearing about him once you know, to talk about Enemy again. Once at the Enemy Awards, he um, jumped onto someone's table. Yeah. Belly first and sliced play, no? open his oh, no. uh, side a, on a bowl of flying saucer sweets. Wow. That's rock and roll. <laughs> yeah. Yes. The details of the sweets. Yeah. They're all important. Um, but they're great. They come from uh, the city in which I was born, Leeds. Although they're technically Wakefield, which is kind of a sort of on the outskirts, it's a bit of a suburb, Leeds. but but they would call themselves a Leeds band, I think. People from Hope calling them themselves from Brighton. Similar Maybe people from Shoreham Oh yeah One of them But maybe not quite Shoreham Basically <laughs> They're from Leeds <laughs> <laughs> Okay Very much part of the Leeds music scene anyway yeah. um, I'm so interested to know Which one you're going to go for I was lucky enough to meet them once Oh yeah They supported The Kaiser Chiefs Is that At Reading uh, Yeah I've seen them many times at Reading I, There was a as It's funny that you mentioned them being at Reading Because there was a spell where Virtually every festival I went to They were there and I just always love them. I think their life set is just so... You know, for the want of something better, it's just so rock and roll. They are so punk. They are just brilliant, the energy. And I love the fact that they can't really sing. Yeah. And I just love... They just fill me with adrenaline just watching them. I just get excited by them. Um, and the song I'm going to pick is, funnily enough... A song I wrote an essay about at A level. That I copied. At you a did level. copy, yeah. <laughs> or I took from yeah. and made it about somebody else. I think Nazi Monkeys is something. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, big band in my uh, formative years. And the song that I'm going to play is Our Bovine Public. Not only because it's one of my favourite crib songs, they used to uh, start their sets with it, and I always always loved the intensity of it straight away. It goes into like the first chords of the set. It felt like a brilliant way to start what you knew was going to be a high energy hour. Um, But also I like the fact that it's got the kind of um, leads layeriness that is kind of defines the cribs a little bit like the songs about um, the pigeon detectives chiefly. Um, Basically when the pigeon detectives first started, they would play a load of cribs covers at last gigs um, And obviously the Cribs didn't like it And felt that they would never exist If they weren't generic not. You're out to impress our bovine public um, So yeah For me it kind of sums up The Cribs Our bovine public Take it away <laughs> Did they cut off to choose? Did they to wear brown shoes? Did they die? ever have to read about this in the- That was Our Bovine Public, a song which always made me feel like especially cool when I went to see them because it's kind of also a bit, they're kind of insulting their fans, right? Yeah. Like uh, suggesting that people will mindlessly just follow the crowd again to a Pigeon Detectives gig um, and questioning the real taste of people who are music fans so when I would hear that song and I was at the Cribs gig I would feel so cool it's like I'm not part of the bovine public I'm a cool guy so thank you the Cribs for inflating my teenage ego wow and yeah I believe again to talk about the enemy for the hundredth time today they got the godlike genius award which is pretty damn cool yeah I feel like that always goes to the, the bastard from Muse doesn't mm. you always get that I feel like you can only get it once, but he he probably has it a few times. I think he gets it every year he gets best yeah best musician or something. It's really annoying. Yeah. As a but not a fan. Yeah, but that kind of band to get that kind of recognition whether you like us think enemy is a bit naff or not, it's kinda of cool. So yeah. The creeps. That's my choice. Number two. Number two. Shut the fuck up. So, after doing a little bit of um, research on the bands that I wanted to choose for this, uh, obviously I looked through many websites with lists. And I saw the Jesus and Mary chain.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Now, the reason why I said this is linked to the Maccabees is because the Maccabees moved into a place called Elephant and Castle in London. Yes. And they moved into a kind of a studio or some kind of apartment. And I saw in an interview that they found out, I think, shortly after that the Jesus and Mary chain had, that was there. That was where they recorded. Also, the Father Ted theme tune was recorded there. Best. I'm going to put out there the best song that was probably ever recorded there. Yeah. Down, <laughs> down, down, down. <laughs> um Um. I'm gonna be honest. I do not know a lot about the band themselves. I hear it's one of those bands you hear the name mentioned so often. Yeah. Like between you're just hearing conversations, somebody will talk about them, or you'll hear them related to somebody. And I, after a little bit of research, I found out that they just kind of didn't get as kind of popular as they might have liked to have been. They're from, they're from a fun. They're from, from Scotland. What, from what? That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> but from what I the little like you I don't know loads about them but if you remember a number of weeks ago my musical highlight was a book called A Scene In Between which was about like an interesting period in indie music where um, uh, there was a lot of kind of underground bands but not many people who sort of made it to the mainstream looking through that book all these pictures of these bands it was probably them and Orange Juice were the two that kind of made it so but it's not remembered as kind of a vintage indie era yeah But they're certainly still a name that hangs around. Yeah, definitely. Um, And like you, I don't know a huge amount about them. Early 80s they formed and then they broke up in 99, rejoined in 2007. Now, the brothers, Jim Reed and William Reed, they apparently were the main kind of writers. Past members, I mean, there were also three other members Scott, Brian, and Mark. Going by first name basis here. Huh? What, what a lovely, normal set of names. Scott, Brian, Mark, Will, and Jim. I mean, the Maccabees could learn a thing or two from the normal names of the gym. Rupert, so, so. Sam, it's, it's very Felix. So middle class isn't it? Orlando and Hugo. <laughs> oh no. Um, and then there are, I can't even be bothered to count, but about 15 to 20 maybe um, past members. So I'm sure there'll be people listening to this who are either big fans or they know a lot about them. Um, Hats off to you. You've done the research that Harry yeah, couldn't be bothered to do. Absolutely. I mean, I'm mean, i literally looking at a Wikipedia page. Did you know that they gained notoriety in the early days for short sets and violence that became common at their live shows? All I care about is short sets and violence. <laughs> that was good. Well done. Yeah, I couldn't think of a second line though. So I'm going to be a bit of a music prick and I'm just going to pick Just Like Honey, which is their most listened to song. And um, i changed my mind. We're all about picking music, choosing, like helping people discover new stuff. Yep. I'm going to go for their fifth listen to. Okay. Do you I'm, know if it's good or not? I've listened to all top five that and nice I do. Song. This is my second favorite. So I'm going to go with this. And uh, the song is Happy When It Rains. Please enjoy Because I can't give you Any more information about them Okay But I Uh, certainly will Next week They'll probably be my highlight And I'll talk to you about How many albums I've gone through Also just Just as a title We're sat in the office now It's Sorry in the studio Just as a title We're sat in the studio right now It's just gone 10 o'clock I'm sweating Mm. I'm literally sweating I'll be so happy When it starts raining again In England also i've had enough i bloody love rain yeah <laughs> so i am happy when it rains so it seems perfect take it away the jesus and mary chain happy when it rains step back and watch the sweet thing breaking in she see
1: she can take my darkest
0: So, moving on, your final pick, Tim. My final pick is an act I found, I don't know, maybe maybe two years ago only, okay. and they are called Champs. Do you know Champs? Danny the Champs of the World. No, although <laughs> one of them is called David, so it's a bit close. Oh! Uh. I was going to say, they've also been in a Roll Doll book. (laughs) They are Roll Dolls in the band. Um, No, they are a duo from the Isle of Wight. And they're brothers. Uh, Michael and David Champion makes Champions. Excellent surname. I'd like my surname to be Champion, I think. You can't really grow up and not be a bit of a champion, can you? Yeah. Because you just believe it yourself. Just an absolute champ. (laughs) I'm a champion. You're not really. Well, my name is. Yeah. Yeah. Do one? It's yours. <laughs> no, so I have a second name called King. Yeah, yeah. You're definitely going to be a king. Yeah, you're a king amongst men. <laughs> Literally, your whole life. Um, but yeah, they kind of do um, quite a melodic, breezy, indie pop type thing, but. Me- you know, more towards the kind of uh James Blake end of the spectrum than, you know, the kind of jingly jangly indie pop that I'm always playing on this friggin' podcast and you just perch my ears. Yeah. Um, you'll like it. A lot of synths, a lot of electronic sounds. Um but one of the things that first um kind of got me interested and excited was a song called White Satellite on the first album, which uh I just thought the vocals on were amazing. And there's... I think kind of universally, and it fits in with this episode, when siblings sing together, there's just a certain something in it that makes it a little bit more emotional, a little bit more beautiful. And they've both got really interesting voices. Um, And yeah, I got into the first album. I was lucky enough to... um, At a record market in london last year i think pick up a signed version of the first album which is now one of my prized possessions oh. that did i mention the name it's called damn like gold the first album damn like Gold. Um, and it's Find brilliant it fresh i highly advise you go and listen to that but the song i'm actually going to play is from the second album and it's called vamala so yeah they're great I love them. Interesting bit of trivia, I've just found out, while uh, getting the next song ready to play for us. Yeah. So they're a duo from the Isle of Wight. Yeah. I'm going to give you three guesses. I'm not good at this, but go. Of which... I'm not even going to go City, I'm going to go Country, they get most Spotify plays from each month. Spain.
1: Ah, <laughs> Ooh,
0: I like that we're bringing games into this. Um, country. I'll can you, can I have a clue of I'll give you a clue before the... F- no, I'll give you a clue before the third. My last choice. Choice. Uh, Japan. Uh-uh. Okay, give me your a clue, clue... The continent. I want the continent. No, that's not your clue. Your clue is that the name of the country is also in the name of the city in question because what it says on Spotify is the city where they get most plays each month I don't understand the clue so say for example if there was (laughs) a place in England which the city was also called England city Mexico Mexico city okay Isle of Wight's champs get most plays, 2,365 listens per month in Mexico City. Should I be proud that I got that, or did you kind of give it to me? I think, um, I almost did an aeroplane. New, <laughs> <laughs> Open up, Harry! Woo! <laughs> 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 Here it <Mexico>! comes! <laughs> <laughs> I'm still proud. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's interesting. I didn't expect that. Okay. Um... I think we have talked about um, the popularity of kind of yeah we talked about and the Music in Mexico. We talked ago. about Morrissey and Miles Kane before, didn't we? And the fact yeah, that they're like I'm not Tom are quite yeah. big there as well. Bizarre. But, oh, but shout out Mexico! You've clearly got great taste in music. Yeah. So the song I am going to play is a song I absolutely adore. It's the lead single and title track from their second album, and it's called Vamala, Vanarama. or Vamala, or. Uh. Yeah, and the song they say... Vanilla, vanilla. <laughs> so I'm going to say it's vamela Okay. But it's lovely, and I think it'll be right up your street. Let's give it a spindle. Yeah. I really want to
1: tell you now Maybe if I'm allowed Maybe if I can teach you all the things in you know
0: they're brothers sorry two brothers they're a duo Um, so on to my final pick then I guess that's the way this works isn't it yes so the Isley brothers classic now um, seven brothers seven yeah I don't know if they're all past um... past sorry no uh, there's two brothers at the moment they're still in the band and there's other members that are no longer I don't know if at some point they were all in the band or not. Again, someone please let me know. But it's, It says here, I'm just looking it up, because I'm i just amazed by the fact that you've gone seven, and you are right. Okay. And there was but one that was It into- suggests here that there's they there were a trio originally. Right. But you are 100% right that Ronald, Ernie, Rudolph, Chris, O'Kelly... Vernon and Marvin Vernon So many great names there Yeah Vernon and Marvin are quite um, similar I'm into Rudolph Rudolph Isley's my favourite Yeah So As I say Seven brothers That's the reason why I chose them Now moving on from this I was gonna pick And looking through their kind of discography I saw Twist and Shout And I thought Hang on a minute One of my favourite Beatles songs So you thought West Ham? I thought (laughs) you thought Ferris Bueller's Day Off. What a film! Absolutely, that one of the greatest. Every time I was ill off school, I would I would watch that just because I felt like. Do you you want another quiz question? Okay, we're gonna have to do a quiz day one day. Yeah. There is a um, a noted uh, British uh, reality TV person. Whose favourite film is Ferris Bueller's Day Off? There's a noted TV personality. Yeah, he's very, very famous. He's a he. And he does, like, yeah, like, I suppose it's reality TV type stuff. Mm. Jeremy Clarkson? No. <laughs> is he young? No, not really. Okay, this. I need more clues. What continent? <laughs> He's English. Yeah. Um, His name is the same name as the country he's from. <laughs> Mexico is <laughs> Mr. Mexico. I don't know. Um, have one more guess, and then I'll give you a clue. Just a, a British TV personality who does like reality.
1: I don't. He's like one of the biggest cheeses.
0: You know who this is? This is the is. biggest cheeses. I think he's from Brighton or around Brighton. I'm gonna be annoyed, but I don't. I feel like I don't know reality TV enough to know. You do. This. You, you do. I have no idea. I'm sorry. Just not more even guess, than you get a good. A good what? A good clue. Um. Simon Amstel. Oh, you you're <laughs> Just on the clue. Cl- you're unbelievably close. <laughs> really? Yeah. Is it Ant no. from <laughs> They're, they, they're on a, They're on the same... They're on the, one of the same programmes. Really? Yeah. Old time? A long time? A current programme, right now. Well, I don't think it's the only on right now. But a programme that was definitely oh, on it was last it. year and this year. No, the other one and on deck been Oh, that big... Oh, is it Simon Cow? Yeah. Simon Cowell's favourite film is Ferris Bueller's Death*. Wow. Yeah. I mean, interesting... <laughs> <laughs> but it's not really what the podcast is about. Tim, I'm all up for quizzes. One, like I say, uh, we'll do a quiz. A quiz episode. I don't know where they. this like quizmaster has come out. I know. me today. <laughs> I and mean, then I'm the Riddler. So the song "Twist and Shout" was originally written by the Top Notes, or at least they were the first performance of it. It might have been written by other people because, as Top you notes. know, with of <laughs> <laughs> with uh, kind of Motown and stuff. People used to write songs for people, didn't they? I'm well pronounced. So yeah, it's not that good. <laughs> um so the Beatles picked that up and the Isley brothers did. But that's not what I'm gonna choose. Now I'm chick chicking I'm, <laughs> I'm picking a song called Between the Sheets. Oh. Now, when I listened to this, I started singing something else. And some people may know what I mean. But okay, so can we have a little listen before you disclose what it is? I'm going to say the lyrics of what I was singing And some people may know, some people may not So, after a little bit of the intro mm-hmm. I started singing To all the ladies in the place with style and grace Allow me to lace these lyrical douches in your bushes <laughs> So, let's just listen to the Do you reg- regular uh, lace douches in bushes, Eric? <laughs> Dush in all the bushes, mate So let's listen to the Isley Brothers version. (laughs) (laughs) Isley Brothers, with Between the Sheets. The ladies in the place with style and grace. Allow me to lace these lyrical douches in your bushes.
1: as I can see,
0: Uh, if you know Biggie's song, uh, Big Papa. Big, uh, no one called him Big Papa, did they? That's the name of the song. Oh. <laughs> I thought that you were just uh, riffing on the name of the <laughs> If you know Biggie, you know, Big Papa. Big, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Papa. Biggie, 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 can't you see? Papa Smurf. Uh, <laughs> yeah, anyone that called him that would have died. Hey, Papa Smurf. <laughs> anyway, um, massive tune big biggie song and obviously hip-hop is all about um sampling sampling yeah using or moving with the culture before them in that kind of music and stuff and the, there's countless um yeah i think we might have mentioned it before on the podcast but exactly what you're trying to explain there's a mark can't. Ronson <laughs> ted talk which yeah, is, is. is really worth watching because it's about essentially the music you love and making yourself part of the history yeah. of that and he uh, explains it way better than us two idiots ever could yeah absolutely yeah I mean that is I I can't say it now because I know he does it so much better <laughs> yeah. but that is it I mean he's they're all big I'm not doing anything about Biggie right now it's all about these the Isley Brothers yeah. um, but hip hop artists they love this kind of music yeah and they want to be part of it and they're, they're putting their imprint on it completely Um yeah. So, yeah, big amount of brothers in that uh, band. And that's one of my main pick, because... Yeah. I think you can always tell... Um, it's always interesting in that we maybe be... Um, you know, sort of older music will pick up what we do and we'll miss other stuff. Yeah. Um, so it's always interesting to try and pick out the things that artists, other artists have sort of paid homage to. Because it suggests that that was uh, significant music of that era. Um, so someone like the Isaac Brothers, who I kind of know a little bit about, but not a lot. The fact that Notorious B.I.G. you know was referencing them means that that was significant music at the time. I think you know a, a very significant artist that we do know about, like Biggie. Yeah, that's cool. It's a great choice. I appreciate it. So sadly, we have made it to the end the podcast yep yeah. and we've made it to the end of our teens can you believe it yeah, next time you hear 20. us we'll be in our 20s wow you'll know the agonising pain I've been going through for the last five years does that mean we being can can a 20s really... does that mean <laughs> we man. can only really get to episode 100 and then really start to wither and fail we get a telegram from the queen when we uh, turn 100 I don't know really? how much I don't know I don't <laughs> think you do if you're a podcast you please do. somebody send us that a telegram oh <laughs> I'll, I'll cry okay yeah, I've but had a, I've is, had a lot of fun in this one. Yeah, it's been great. Just like my nineteenth year, which was my favorite year ever, yeah. incidentally. Probably mine actually. Yeah, life peaked. <laughs> I was having a good time at that year. And tracks has peaked. So see you next <laughs> week. <laughs> Never get to twenty. Um, as always, thank you for listening. Yeah, we love you. Can't wait till next week. We can't wait till next week. You can't wait till next week. Many more quizzes, I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if I'll be so quizzy next week. Such a quizzical man. It's so <laughs> So quizzical. So, ultimately, at the end of this siblings episode, we've all got siblings. Unless you're an only child and then you're just a bit weird. Right? <laughs> Who likes only children? Ew! <laughs> Who'd you hang out with when you're little? You're a nan. <laughs> you're a millhouse of yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And what a way to lead in to our leaving track. Because the fact of the matter is, through our lives, we are going to drive our siblings mental. Specifically when you're children. I feel like adults is less so. But still you drive each other a bit mental yeah. at times. But you love each other, ultimately. Yep. And... What better way to show the world your sibling love than to make fantastic music together? That's what everyone in this week's episode did. And in our closing track, it's what everyone's favourite siblings, Bart and Lisa, do. It's been a pleasure to bring this episode to you. We've been Trax. I've been Tim. I've been Harry. And we love you. See you next week, our brothers and sisters. Tracks, brothers and sisters from other misters. <laughs> Have a lovely week. I'll see you next Tuesday. See ya.